Hi there, and thanks for tuning in for a new episode of the Waste Free Journey podcast. I'm your host, Steffi, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about my seven years of not owning a car, how I did it, what tips I can give to you, and what are the benefits of not owning a car and how to kind of still get around without having to walk everywhere. So in 2013, that's the year when I moved to Berlin. And that's the year when I sold my car for good. And I haven't owned a car ever since. Now you think, of course, Berlin is a big city. There is excellent public transport. Well, some people would (laughs) not agree with the statement, but there is a bus system, there is a tram system and of course the subway system. So you have several options and I think the subway system, the U-Bahn in German, that's a system that you can pretty much rely on and if you're living in the center of Berlin, you have subways every two to five minutes. So it's really easy to catch a tram or a train, even though you're late for the other one, you never have to wait for a long time. And I really never needed a car. Well, let's look at all the situations where a car is required, usually. So first thing is, of course, you want to get from A to B and the the fastest way possible. If you live in a big city, that's amazing. You can use public transport. If you live in a small village or small city and the public transport isn't that good, then you would usually take a car or you would catch a ride with someone in Germany, usually even the the train, the Deutsche Bahn system is pretty good and I used it as well for a long time when I was around 16 before I could actually drive or afford a car. A lot of people will tell you that they hate the, the train in Germany, that it's always late, there are always problems, but apart from that, apart from all the issues you could have with it, you're sitting in the train, you can listen to music or watch something, read a book, you have free time, Um, you can relax your mind, which is one of the reasons why never, um, it was never like an issue for me to not have a car because I don't really enjoy driving so much anymore because you always have to concentrate, Um, you can get stuck in traffic and it's just like a waste of time to sit in a car and to be driving and it's so much nicer to use the time that you would usually use for driving your car, for reading or listening to a podcast, something like that. The second thing is grocery shopping. This is where a lot of people would assume that you need a car because you buy a lot of stuff, it's very heavy, you don't want to carry it. It's way more convenient to have a car for grocery shopping, I definitely agree. How I managed it in the past seven years is that I just had a backpack. I can really recommend this to you. That's why hikers and campers and people who walk a lot, they have the weight on their back. I can only recommend this to you. Just buy a very good 
backpack that is nice to your bag. Maybe you find something secondhand and that is big enough to hold your groceries. And then um, besides that, I have some canva bag that I put over my shoulder or just hold in my hand. And I would usually try to avoid only buying heavy items. I would mix it up a little bit and if I need to buy a lot of cans, I would just go a few days later and buy more of them. Or modern times use food delivery if you have a lot of heavy items. That's why I also came up with a lot of ideas of how to not have to buy all these heavy items, which is water bottles. I have a soda stream. I can make carbonated water at home. I usually don't buy a lot of soda. I do not have to buy plant milk anymore because I have an almond cow milk maker that I use to make milk. So I'm getting creative of um, about how to avoid all the heavy items. And if you really like to shop big at Costco once a month or something like that, then I'm sure you can find someone who drives there with you. Maybe you can go together. Um, you can rent a car, you know, in Berlin there were so many options. They had these like cars, blue car rental. No, it was called differently. I don't remember, but you could just um, register for the service, get into the car, drive to a certain point and park it there. So like basically car sharing. This is an option you have. I think you, you don't have to worry too much about grocery shopping. Um, the third segment is furniture. Well, I guess you would not buy furniture every day, but there comes a time when you need something from hopefully the secondhand shop, maybe Ikea, and then you need a car. So of course you can rent a car from some furniture stores like Ikea, you can probably just rent a car wherever you live. I mean, we're in Iceland, it's pretty small. I live in Reykjavik and even here I would find a car that I could rent, not like in the kind of car sharing system like it was established in Berlin, but I would be able to find a car. And otherwise you can just, you know, ask your friends. I don't think, like I said, you go grocery shop, uh, you go furniture shopping every month. It's maybe something you do or you get a delivery service um, some of the stores you will buy your furniture maybe they can deliver it to you so there are options I think a car is pretty much convenience as a single person or someone with a partner without the family I 100% believe that it's possible to live like that like I did I was basically single I didn't have to buy a lot of groceries um, also buying a lot of groceries just means more food waste this is my experience and getting around without a car is is definitely possible in Berlin if I didn't feel safe after a party or something like that I would just use um, Uber or a taxi it wasn't that expensive like here in Reykjavik it's pretty expensive to do that and I had bikes from time to time that I would use. That's pretty much convenient to have a bike and just for the groceries as well. It's less time you need to carry them around. And there are a lot of options like the um, bags you can put on your bike. So in the recent years, something was invented that pretty much helped me to get around here in Iceland and that's the electric scooter. So this is something I've been using for about a year now, a little bit more, and I bought a scooter last year 
in the summertime and I can tell you a little bit about my experience. So I have the Mi Scooter Pro 2. It um, has a range of 45 kilometers that you can go with one um, battery charge, which um, I'm not sure. I think that's an average because I usually have to charge it quite often or I charge it overnight because once you reach a lower battery level your scooter will just not go as fast anymore and if you are on a hill and you want to go up then it's almost as slow as you could also walk. So that's a little bit of an issue but otherwise it goes um, up to 25 km kilometers per hour which is which is pretty decent. I wouldn't like to drive faster just for safety reasons. I'm a very safe driver because people keep telling me about all the scooter accidents uh, they heard of or they know someone who had a scooter accident. I'm pretty safe so far. I am extra careful like people on bikes as well for looking out for cars, even though if I have green and I could cross the street, some cars will just not recognize me or see me. So I would rather wait and see if they actually see me before I drive. And I think um, this is how I avoided a lot of accidents um, so far. It is convenient. They tell you you should not drive during rain, which is, I think, mainly because the battery is on the bottom of the scooter. And if you if you get it wet, then it's probably ruined. So just make sure to not go into big puddles. Otherwise, I think driving in the rain is fine. If you're careful, um, Icelandic weather check. So it can get very stormy, rainy. Um, I haven't been using my scooter during the winter days or winter time, mainly in the summer. If it's windy, it's also not a very safe way of transport because the wind will just will just you know push you in all the directions so you have to also be extra careful it's just more convenient because if you're going by bike you will or i get sweaty at some point and i will smell and um, i believe that it's just a little bit more comfortable for me and the people around me if i arrive at work without being extra sweaty or have to change my clothes. So scooters for me, it's a great way of traveling. I take my scooter almost every day to work. It's a great alternative to the bus. And there are a lot of companies who rent the scooters. Um, just for me, I found that it's less expensive to buy it and to have it than to rent a scooter for a day or a week or a month. This is just something that you have to calculate and find out what are the prices in your city, which companies do you have. We have several companies that offer the rental here in Reykjavik and I think it's just good to calculate and see what's best for you. The fourth and last segment I would like to talk about, which is maybe more specific here to Iceland, is to go to a vacation or drive around the countryside or go camping so this is a point where you definitely need a car this is something you cannot do with a scooter or shouldn't um, you can hitchhike otherwise there's no good way to get around there is a bus that or several buses that go or drive around the country 
I wouldn't recommend it. It takes you forever and maybe is not the most convenient way to travel, but you can do it. It's also pretty expensive. So um, going by rental car with a few people in this car might be even less expensive to do. And at this point, I will just either find a friend that has a car. I also rented cars before here in Iceland to get around. So there are definitely options. And I cannot think about anything else where you where you have to have a car other than if you have a family and you want to drive your kids around. So finishing this episode, I don't want you to think that this is a, hey, you can do exactly the same. You can just sell your car, live car free. I don't think it's a possibility for everyone and some people, especially with bigger families, they rely on their car and I totally get it. So what I'm trying to do with this episode is to show you that there are alternatives and that it's possible to maybe take the, you know, leave the car at home and take the bike once in a while or rent a scooter, go with the scooter to your workplace or just walk from time to time. I think in Iceland, people really don't like to walk. They drive everywhere. Which is understandable in the winter when the weather is just like beating you up. But I think we should just be dressed, you know, just dress well, have a good winter jacket and it will be possible to to walk around and uh, to walk to the store and to walk back. So take it easy. There are options out there and not having a car can give you freedom. Uh, it's always like people think having a car gives you freedom, but actually not having a car gives you the freedom of not paying bills, not paying the taxes, not maintaining the car, not having to pay all the repairs for the car. So this actually gives you a little bit of more a financial freedom, I would think. But eventually I will own a car again at some point, hopefully one that is better for the environment. Let's see. And until then, I will get around without a car. Thank you for listening and see you next week.